Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor in Northern California, and my goal is to help you guys to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, I hope you guys had a great Easter weekend. I was fortunate enough to head up to my uncle's house in Placerville, California. He lives in such a beautiful area up there, away from everybody, has insane views from his backyard. You can see the snowy Sierra Mountains uh, off in the distance when you're sitting on his porch. It's just really, really beautiful. And we had a really nice low-key day, hanging out with all the family. We played lots of cribbage, one of the uh, Lowry favorite card games to play. (laughs) And we ate a lot of food. It was just pretty hard to beat. But we're back at it today, April 18th which, as I am sure you already know, is the deadline for filing and paying your taxes. Not a super exciting day to celebrate by any means. I really don't know a single person that gets you know overly excited about paying their taxes, but that's never gonna go away. I don't think we'll ever be in a place where we don't pay any taxes. So we might as well figure out how to be the most efficient we can with the whole process. And I talk about this a lot, but with being a financial advisor, the first thing that most people ask me whenever I tell them what I do is, all right, what do you think about this stock? Or what's the market going to do over the next three months? Where's the best place to put my money to get a quick return? Yes, the investment selection, it's very important. And we do want to do well there, but there's so much more to the overall financial plan than do we buy or sell Twitter right now? What's Elon Musk going to do? (laughs) Well, one of the main things we always want to look at are what types of accounts are we going to open? up and why. Each type of account you utilize, it's going to have a different tax consequence and it can really change your overall situation. So it feels pretty suiting to talk about some different tax strategies with your investments on this special day of April 18th, 2022. (laughs) And I was once told by a coach that I have, it was a marketing coach. He told me that one of the videos I made could have been the cure to insomnia. And (laughs) trust me, he meant it in a nice way and it was funny, but uh, when I start talking about taxes here, that brings that back to mind that this could be the cure to in- insomnia, but bear with me anyways. And I just want to talk about what your options are depending on how you are employed. So let's start with a simpler process of a W-2 employee. If you're a W-2 employee, then there's not a whole lot of tricks you can pull out, which in my mind is not necessarily a bad thing. Even though it sounds boring, the process for a W-2 employee, it's clean, simple, it's easy to manage. You already have tax withholdings from every paycheck, so the first thing to pay attention to is to make sure you aren't getting a huge tax refund at the end of each year. Realistically, this goes for anyone, not just W-2 employees, but you really don't want to get back a big tax refund. But why are you joking me, Hunter? I love getting that check back in the mail every year. I look forward to it. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, but that means you're over that means that you overpaid the IRS. 
throughout the entirety of the year. And they were holding on to more of your money than they needed to, which that money could have been put towards your other goals throughout that whole year. So if you're constantly getting a big, a big refund back, then make sure to go in and lower your overall tax withholdings from your paychecks. Of course, you don't want to owe a ton of money either and be way behind, but you want to get as close to net zero as possible. All right, back to the W-2 employee. Really, the main things to look at here are personal IRAs and employer-sponsored retirement plans, usually going to be a 401k. Personally, I am a big believer in getting as much tax-free growth as possible. Therefore, I talk to mostly everyone about using the Roth option of everything. Doesn't always make sense for every single person, but for the majority, we want to go as much Roth as possible. If you're a single person, you could potentially put away $20,500 into a Roth 401k, and then another $6,000 into your Roth IRA. Again, depending on how much you make, uh, there may be some restrictions there, but we could always talk about that on a one-on-one basis if you need. So if you started with nothing, you had $0 invested, you just started tomorrow, and you did this for 20 years, you max these things out, $20,500 into the 401k, $6,000 into your IRA. Let's say you got a 10% average annual rate of return. After 20 years, you would have over $1.5 million tax-free if you utilize the Roth option. And it's not complicated here, guys. It's kind of boring, really, (laughs) until the consistency of the contributions pay off. And we can obviously change that 20-year time frame into 30 or 40 years. Then that number gets pretty ridiculous. But those are the main things to check on for the W-2 employees. IRAs and 401ks, sometimes deferred comps. I mean, whatever your employer-sponsored retirement plan is. And then again, make sure you aren't withholding too much from your paychecks. Okay, so things get a little more complicated for self-employed, independent contractors, or anyone generating 1099 income. Now your options have expanded a little bit. You now have the control to pick what you wanna set up rather than having to use only what your employer has set up for you. For these people, we can utilize IRAs, SEP IRAs, individual 401ks, lots of different options. So here's what I normally recommend and why. Many people that are in this category, they're going to be looking either towards the individual 401k or SEP IRA. And there's really one main determining factor in my, my mind on which one to use. It just depends on how much you make. The SEP IRA, it's great for high income earners because you're able to put away up to $61,000 per year or 25% of your net earnings. This is the kicker, whichever is lesser Again, that's 25% of net earnings, not gross income. Normally on the W-2 side, we're always talking about gross income. But with a SEP IRA, we're looking at net earnings. So as you can imagine, it's not that easy for 25% of your net earnings to equal $61,000. The individual 401k, it's better for low to middle income earners because you can contribute up to $20,500 per year. There's no percentage that you have to worry about. And that's what can make the SEP tough sometimes. It can take a long time for the 25% of your net earnings to get above what you can put into the individual 401k so that you don't get landlocked. Okay, so let's talk about some numbers and make this a little bit more clear. Let's say that you get a 1099 paycheck and your gross income is $100,000. Well, your net earnings might only be $60,000 after all expenses are paid. So based off that, you can only put 25% into the SEP IRA which 25% of 60,000 is $15,000. But you could max out an individual 401k at 20,500. So you could potentially be putting another $5,500 per year if you wanted into the individual 401k, which is huge over the long run. But there's a true break even point here. In order for it to make sense to use a SEP IRA, then you would wanna have to make enough money 
where 25% of your net earnings is greater than the max amount you can put into an individual 401k. If the max amount for an individual 401k is 20,500, then we're looking for when you make enough to put $21,000 into your SEP IRA, only $500 more and it's gonna make sense. So that magic number is if your net earnings are $84,000. Once you get to a point where your net earnings are 84,000 or beyond, then the SEP makes sense because you can put more into it than you would be able to into the individual 401k. And of course, you're able to choose between Roth and traditional options here as well. Again, normally I like to push people towards the Roth option. I'm such a big believer in generating a lot of tax-free growth. And it might sound like a lot with all the jargon here, and it is a little bit tough to convey without showing any visuals, but moral of the story, I want you to be set up in a way where you're keeping the max amount of money that you can in your own pocket rather than paying it out to the government. And these are all just different tools that you have in order to get this job done. Lucky for you, if it all sounds like a lot, you don't wanna to have to deal with learning what makes most sense for you. You don't wanna to have to deal with what types of investments to put inside these accounts. And you don't wanna stress about how or when you're going to hit all your different goals. Then I am, of course, always happy to help out and talk through everything with you personally. You can always head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. There's a link to my personal calendar there and we can do a one-on-one -on -one strategy session, completely complimentary. I'll listen to you, give you some ideas and we can see if it makes sense for us to work together or not. So thank goodness now we're past tax day. Not going to have to worry about this again until next year, I guess. <laughs> and if that was a lot of very boring information, then best case, you can turn it on later. If you're having some trouble sleeping, there's always a plus side. <laughs> All right, guys. It's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye.